When Stars Align is a weekly half-hour podcast where we unite different zodiac signs and talk about popular topics and current events happening around the world. Hi, Ava and Isaiah. Oh my God, we have today with us an Aquarius and a Gemini. Thank you for joining us today on When Stars Align. And I'm very excited about today's episode because you're a Gemini like me, obviously, Isaiah. And you're an Aquarius, aka Gemini's most compatible friend match. You would say so? <laughs> we, um, we've had our moments and... But we're like sisters. Yes. Okay. You're like my big sister that's like, get the fuck away from I'm me. I'm like, please just slow your roll. Ava, one of your other closest friends is a Gemini too, and your boyfriend is an Aquarius. And you were also born on the same day and year as your boyfriend, which I think is kind of crazy. It's disturbing. People think weird. we're twins. I know, it's a little weird. We have the same hair and eye color, which uh. is... What if you are? What? We're not. I came from a sperm donor. He That's what I'm saying. Father. She came from a sperm donor. Oh, shit. What if his dad he was... He looks just like his dad. What if his dad was it's a sperm It's like a fucking documentary of those like, triplet no boys who like didn't know that the other ones like existed and they found each other. That looked identical? Yeah, exactly. Their doppelganger? Yeah. That's my beard. I saw that. That was so sad. <laughs> Wait, I need, to, I need to watch that. So wait, um, same day, same... Same year. Not same city. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, or, same times. Or you don't know where that sperm came from. I do, because I've met my dad now. Oh, yeah. You did. Sorry. We have the exact same squinty eye. You do have a squinty <laughs> eye. So what draws you so much to air signs, Ava? It's just like a very, I feel like it's a creative group. Yes. Uh, and who kind of sees bigger picture stuff instead of maybe focusing in on just their like insular world or like their core group of friends. I don't know. I feel like air signs are generally a little bit more progressive, but that might be. Progressive, an- social. They have a lot of different interests. They don't seem to focus in and hone in on one certain thing like a Capricorn would. Capricorn's like, this yeah. is my job. And I I'm wish I had it. that. That'd be fantastic. So you're the type of person that would rather... You're saying you would rather know a lot about a little, or do you like knowing a little about a lot? I think it's fun to know a little about a lot. That's yeah. air sign shit right there. Isaiah, you too? Yeah, definitely. In your experience, what sign are you most attracted to? Does astrology influence your relationships ever? And do you find that you jive with certain signs more than others? This is interesting because I, I had to do like some research before coming. Because I usually, honestly, like anybody that I've ever talked about astrology with would probably say like, oh, like Isaiah hates that shit. But I don't. I just... <laughs> It's like the way, I don't know, like social media it's kind been of- like commodified. Right, like bastardizes it from any actual like meaning or like enjoyable meaning. Yeah. But yeah, I believe in God, one of the last four people who do. <laughs> I'm agnostic for sure, but maybe there's but, a higher power. Yeah, I just don't think like any, my point is like, if you believe in God and like he's the ultimate creator, like why wouldn't something like astrology kind of like jive with that a little bit? So I'm open to it. If God's possible, astrology is- Definitely. Right. Yeah, Like I'll be creative possible. as fuck to like, you know, align people with certain yeah so that makes sense astrology is like one of the oldest religions i guess you could say spirituality is in the book it goes back thousands of years i had to fucking think about it because i had no idea like i never really thought about oh like what sign is she like i'm dating her so to answer your question like no it doesn't really influence it but honestly i went back and looked through dating text. history no so what i did was oh. i searched like in the uh text message thing on iphone birthday. like happy birthday or like happy b-day and like saw like the <laughs> date. if you want to see who you're 
you're dating, who you've dated, and yeah. what sign they are. Yeah. Search happy birthday. But don't you like putting up like it was like a Carrie Mathis? Yeah, yeah. Like pinning. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. How can those I? Those dates go. Because I, I don't remember everyone's birthdays like no. off the top of my head. No, like not even know. all my signs. close friends. That's very interesting. So yeah. what was the consensus? A lot of fire signs. Oh, okay. Uh, but also air signs too, though. So yeah. Like so yeah. I mean, exactly who your matches are because right. air signs best matches are fire and air. Yeah. No. It's it's honestly when you really start digging into it, you kind of can trip yourself out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of what I deduce from that. I have the same exact dating history. It's mostly fire and air. I already know you guys like the back of my hand, but for listeners not sure what it means to be an air sign, here's a brief synopsis. We are social, free-spirited, and highly communicative beings. However, people oftentimes find us hard to read, even if we are technically open books. Ava, what's your take on this? True? (laughs) True? Um, Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like people think that I'm intimidating, maybe. I feel like you are the most open book ever. I have no idea what people think about me. (laughs) No, you're an open book, but your chapters are all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a trauma-informed book. <laughs> I've literally, I've been, I've had surgeries for the past five years. I regressed to like babyhood. I retired briefly. Yeah. I was like, I've watched the entire, <laughs> all of the television. All of- oh shit, me too. Definitely an open book, but you don't like. You can see an open book, but you don't know like how heavy this shit is. Too. Yes. So I think we could be dense people a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So you can't like define us necessarily to one setting. If you meet me once, I might be totally different, like somewhere else. So true. It's the two sided thing. I also get like very in my head, and like if I'm oh, yeah. thinking about things, like and you're like, "Hi," I'm just like, eh. "Yeah, it's yeah." It's not because I'm. <laughs> A dick i'm just like everything is going to not for right sure now. yeah for sure. exactly and that's the aquarius mindset i think you guys are very kind of eh, whatever like not aloof but in a sense of not really giving a shit yeah. that much of a shit gemini's on the other hand we have obviously the two sides i feel like not necessarily as open every aquarius i know is kind of jaded a little bit and closed off you guys you guys <laughs> are communicative in the sense that you're funny and you're fun to be around and you're social However, when it comes to getting deeper, it's harder for you to do that as easily with people yeah, you don't know. That's like my type. But if yeah, someone asks me a question, <laughs> you guys want to date? No, I'm just saying like, <laughs> I feel like I've, I've said that to, thinking about to, again, girls that I've dated, like I feel like I've said that a lot. And I feel like that's definitely a Gemini thing too. I'm very open, but when it comes to the deep shit, like I have to be very close with you for me to no, break I'll it down. No, I'm <laughs> No, I'm talking about like the real, real shit. What, like when I shit myself? Bitch. Oh my God. Not your IBS. We're not <laughs> talking about fuck? that here. <laughs> I fucking can't stand you. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Anyway, on to the next thing. Actually, I wanted to take note about the Gemini two sided thing. Yeah. We'll um, think we're like two faced. Like, but that's not, not what it is. No, it's, it's like not. what you said. It's like you can act one way, you can put on a certain personality. Don't say, yeah, don't say front. Not, not a front. Say, persona. <laughs> persona. You yeah. put forth a persona and then you can switch it and do a different kind. Like you adapt to your situation kind of like yeah. a sure. chameleon. Also, I feel like sense. having like weird like friends that aren't friends with each other. Just like making yeah. friends that's random. That's literally places. what I was gonna say. Like I have certain friends that I mean, I'm, I love when I can mix friends and, like, it works Me out, too. but I definitely have some friends where, like, I wouldn't even dare bring them around. Like, That's not, insane. it's just because, like, I'm not going to do that because you're going to be weird. Like, you're not going to have a good time. So, like, why even do that? That's dope, though, because if you get kind of, like, not tired of one friend group, but you have that versatility um, for where sure. you can do different shit. I have a lot of different friend groups, I think. And you they, have, like, no, you have every, a million friends. Like, I have a lot of friends. You have a lot of best friends, yeah. Okay. I used to think that was bullshit, but like knowing you this long now, you actually yeah. really do have like 30 best friends. I really, not mm, like 15. <laughs> They're all really my 
my people, like yeah. my family. Yeah. And that's, I think, an air sign type of thing to just have like people you're really close with and rely on and whatever. So you're both fashionable people. And today we'll be discussing fashion thrifting and sustainability. Ava has worked in high-end thrift and designer stores and she's a part-time stylist. What are your favorite places to shop for sustainable goods? So it depends where you are. Obviously we're in LA. Um, we have the benefit of having like nice consignment stores uh, like the Real Real. There's a place called Gift of Garb in Silver Lake that I used to work at. We also just have pretty great thrifting. Because, and flea markets. And the flea markets, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, people, we are lucky to live in an affluent area and when those people get tired of their things after one or two wears, they're like, you know, <laughs> the Kardashians are like being gifted. All, I mean, I worked at the real world and the Kardashians all have accounts and make a lot of money reselling just things that they got for free. Yeezy stuff. I'm yeah. like, what? This isn't fair, but it's life. And like, Kim then, doesn't even fuck with him anymore. And then everyone just is like, just Thought, like it's yeah. just it's easier that cuts the market down for us it's easier to shop those kind of places and we get better products in some of our thrift stores although they are like marked the fuck up because yeah, we yeah. also that also comes with people knowing what fashion is whereas like if we're at like a swap meet in new jersey and you're like oh my god like that's a vintage chanel jacket and it'll be like they're like it's 400 dollars and you're like that's worth like 2k yeah like, it's just like relative to knowledge so there's that but then also like ebay poshmark offer up offer ups for like a couch <laughs> Sorry. Maybe a nice couch. I didn't mean to include her. Yeah, that and then places like Wasteland, kind of like the lower level because mm -hmm. it's not quite consignment because they're just paying you cash on the spot. Do you primarily buy recycled clothing? I have. I don't primarily. I want to switch to that and I know that that is like morally I feel like that is the correct thing to do but I also am a little baby like fucking chill for fucking capitalism and the we new, all are. The yeah, new trends of every year. It's very hard to resist what's trendy but it's just important to like keep that to maybe like 10 to 15 percent of your closet as opposed to like half of it i've had this specific dress for like five years or something which for me is a long time <laughs> um, yeah she'd be giving away her shit but i constantly go through things and like pick stuff and resell it and then use the money from reselling to purchase yeah. new i do try not to buy anything that will not merit the secondhand market all this fast fashion shit is not great it's necessary for some people because they can't afford clothes or slash clothes aren't made the way they used to be i mean in the 80s we created fucking spandex and ever since then like we're wearing plastic and skims we've already created i love skims though <laughs> we've already created uh more fabric than we could ever use in anyone's lifetime there's literally deserts full of fabric someone just like flies over on a jet and just drops like a load of forever 21 shit that's real really? fashion's the second most polluting industry in the entire world that's terrible yeah because i did not know that and then luxury brands obviously will like you know burn or cut their bags at the end of a season instead of donating it I don't know using it to give it to people yeah. like unbranded or yeah, literally because because it's just about the exclusivity it's and honestly the same thing as Whole Foods they will put their food oh, that yeah. they don't sell every market in the back in like it's illegal to take it yeah it's insane it's such a waste I mean that's capitalism that's another conversation Thing. All but, right, we're going to get back yeah. to this because this is very interesting and I want to talk more about skims because Kim Kardashian's a Libra and Kanye West is a Gemini. Air signs. Okay. Isaiah, per your Instagram, you have a very specific aesthetic. What's one word that describes it? Yeah, please tell me. I'm going to tag oh him so you God. can see I it. I haven't seen we it. We can follow each other. I don't like one word. I would agree that it's very specific, but I don't think there's like a specific word. Maybe like functional. Oh, that's like so fashionable for you to <laughs> <What>? say. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not because when I think about like all my interests kind of and that's why like I started writing I think initially because I have so many interests but like as a writer you can kind of combine or like write about all of them so mm -hmm. it's like a good kind of mechanism for that but I would say design in general whether it be like furniture fashion whatever I like functionality or designers that think about that so yeah I would say just the elimination of even like a lot of logos and whatnot and what you wear could also be a way to be more sustainable too because again you can wear that dress for five years and no one would ever know like yeah that but style if it's slapped never... all over exactly. with like lv, yeah, LV exactly. or some brand that like isn't chill <laughs> and that's like, not functional uh, like <laughs> can you design some women's pants please i feel like you'd make some great pockets also the jackets we need right. inside pockets we need inside pockets that's very interesting you also i feel like you're into architecture and interior design yeah. which kind of is all about functionality definitely and where do you go in los angeles to go to museums or exhibits or i've seen you go to certain places like that honestly just word of mouth a lot of times talking with friends who kind of like are more glued to that and like their day-to-day because -day. i don't work in i guess the arts you would say necessarily but yeah just word of mouth or a lot of thrift stores so like the rose bowl or like you no know, other ones silver like market um other stuff like that kind of just being able to be resourceful and find stuff online too and you are currently a content strategist uh but would you say fashion is your true passion and how'd you get into it again i would say design is people have said this before but like the way to save the world is through design and like that's true all types of design not just the design of cities to like be more sustainable which is like how we design our thinking around certain things too yeah design functional design but i would never like want to work in the fashion industry i think like just the way we think of fashion or like even music for example like i love music too but i would never work in the music industry like yeah. the people are what kind of ruin it for me design is always going to be like a passion of mine and ava what drew you to the fashion world because you went to film school for your bachelor's and master's degrees so what influenced you to switch career paths it just really felt like flushing three hundred thousand dollars down the toilet <laughs> bro i don't know do you think you got something from those degrees <laughs> Did i got you oh yeah we became friends um i didn't grow up ever thinking i would go to college like that wasn't an option for me for a really long time and then something shifted in high school where like all of a sudden it was you had like, access oh you don't have to live the rest of your life in this small place helping out this family so figure Why it not? out yeah and i was like i like to watch movies um i write fan fiction oh yeah that fan fiction um, I, shout out orlando bloom so i was just like i love movies i love tv like i liked just escaping into other worlds and i thought i'd be a screenwriter but then i was like not confident enough about it slash i only write what i know and what i know is just sad stuff and I was like, I don't, don't want to do this forever. <laughs> yeah, I got into film school, so it was just like the best one in the world somehow. I know, what the hell? It was like, yeah. How do we get into this? <laughs> That's a joke. I wrote a really sad, good essay. That's why. Same. Is um, the self-deprecating thing a oh yeah. sign? The USC Film School loves self-deprecation. <laughs> Nami oh. doesn't align with. Uh, it wasn't. Sign. It wasn't in my essay. Yeah, actually, it was just sad. Aquarians can be kind of depressed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my humor in general. So I think this is Gemini thing too. Probably. Oh, hundred percent. That's all of our. Or humor. just depressed people. Yeah. <laughs> um, in LA. You were gonna do stand up once, Ava, and I remember you did like a mini set for me. I'm not gonna put you on blast and have you do it if. If you want to though you can you talked about the funniest story which was so fucking fucked up and sad which one was it i don't know it was like one of the trillion and you talked about it and it was so funny I know. so i think that you're like oh i have too much sad shit to talk about oh no i use that for comedy hilarious <laughs> for sure. yeah i could but i'm not gonna tour look at me 
I don't your back hurts. Motels. Yes. <laughs> I won't sleep in I've a trailer. Had three spinal surgeries. I need a fucking Serta Plus at least. <laughs> like cross country, I still have to lay flat. So yeah, no, I'm not you're going not anywhere unless I can pay for first class, which is a, a doozy. <laughs> there should be a, a handicapped situation. There should be. There is not. That's true. It is not a thing. JetBlue should hook it up. You would think. That's so interesting. I never thought about that. There's anyway, no handicap. Box. Back to my life. Um, I so I <laughs> how'd you get into fashion? I did film. I did the film shit. All growing up, I was actually like very, very overweight. So I always really liked fashion, but like I couldn't even fit into shit at Urban Outfitters. I literally didn't have bones here. I was just yeah, it was not great. Where were you shopping? Like Torrid or something? No, I that was too cool. Had like two pairs of Target jeans that like worked and then like <laughs> tie-dye t-shirts and like just oversized Pains. American apparel like v-necks and like sweaters. I remember that purple v-neck you would wear. Wow, it's been that. I remember that time. I just went back to like. Oh, this sounds like back to definitely. Obama. But anyways, I was huge in. I'm not huge in film, but like I had very successful internships. I worked with really big names and on a lot of really cool projects. And I came back to LA from London, where I did my masters, and I started my first job on a TV show for a producer as an assistant. And I fractured my spine four weeks into the job and like after I was trying to convince myself it wasn't I was like something was just pulled uh but then like one day like one of the writers had to like tape an ice pack to my ass oh god uh, because I was like I fell down because like, I couldn't Vita? stand anymore oh. yeah Vita. my producer my boss was just like do you know anyone that can replace you like I think you need to go home so I, I found a replacement but then yeah I've I had a bunch of surgeries over like four or five years and in the breaks between there was a few different times when I felt good enough to work and then I was like okay I need to do something but it was always part-time for the most part so I just started working retail. I started working from one of my favorite brands Ghani who's actually one of the most sustainable brands that is out there. Oh, cool. Um, That's awesome. Do you know what Ghani is, Isaiah? I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned a lot about like the state sustainability and like their standards. And there's all these carbon neutral, like just trying to like just trying to offset everything. But like the amount of recycled materials they use is incredibly high. Like over 60% of the collections are like recycled. That's um, so cool. If everyone else did half of that, it would be really helpful. I always loved fashion, but then as I like felt more confident in myself growing up and like, you know, kind of getting out of those like awkward teenage years and finding my style and also just having the internet be a place you can yeah. shop instead of, you know, having to hustle down. It's a dangerous place for my to bank the mall. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Not. In the thrift stores too. I felt like during COVID especially, like I found so many different like stores or like thrift stores from around like be it New York or wherever. Yeah. That were like actually storefronts and then they went online. So like you were able to participate in that too. So That's that was sick. dope. Yeah. So I just was like, I like this. And I, I started getting a lot of approval from friends and yeah. other people like about how I looked in my fashion, which, which was how, how would you describe it? One word like we did with Isaiah. What's one word you would use to describe your fashion? I don't know. That's not one word. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is impossible to like coming up with a word. I know, but I would. I don't even know if I like the word. I'm gonna like be thinking about that. Function, you're like, gonna fuck. be like functional. <laughs> that was like fuck. stupid as fuck. I just, I've, I'm dead. <laughs> Maybe fun. I don't. Okay. Diverse. I don't know. Right. I have many different. Sometimes I want to wear all black out to dinner and have like suit pants and like red really, lipstick. Like, <laughs> sometimes I want to dress more like mask. I love like a yeah. good, like suiting moment, just like trousers and some like shiny like little oxfords or definitely. But then I'm also like I want to wear the sexiest dress 
And some low heels. Versatile. Sure. Can't, so it's yeah. versatile. Yeah. That's your that's your fashion. Um, so you were just talking about fashion sustainability with Ghani, but just so our listeners know, it has to do with where and how people source their goods, local sourcing and production, transparency across supply chain, traceability of work processes and raw materials, environmentally raw materials, safe working conditions, and fair wages all play a massive role in fashion sustainability. So do you guys have any tips for listeners on how they can make more ecologically friendly choices when doing their shopping? And Isaiah, we'll start with you again like i was talking about before avoiding i mean i'm the person wearing a fucking prada hat right now but that looks even though it's like it is exactly. and it's like prada racing it's not even the That's brand cool. itself so yeah i like shit like that that you can find at like thrift stores and whatnot but i would say not investing too much in like trendy stuff and like investing more in like personal style because if you have like a piece that doesn't have those prada camp shirts for example that has like half a design like half another design those are dope but like those are going to be out of style i guess you know soon i swear they're all on grill like people are trying to sell them to get like money back to buy something else so it's like buying like a regular camp shirt like doesn't have any defining prints or anything on it Mm -hmm. that's still like well made so like investing more in your personal style and like being able to use the internet and like be able to combine different eras and like do cool shit that you can do now that you weren't able to do before so like that's a tip but also just buying from I guess like smaller designers too Mm -hmm. that you know haven't been corrupted by the industry or money yet so like they actually care about more likely I should say like care about the environment and things of that nature so you said grailed do you think that StockX Goat Farfetch List all those places are those good places to get materials or same shit like it's still bad for the environment I would say it's yes and no like it really depends on like the designer itself just because you're a luxury brand and you might not participate in like the fast fashion stuff doesn't mean that you're eco-friendly i should say so yeah Yeah. ava what about you what do you think about online shops like that well first i just want to touch on one thing that you said which is like the trendy stuff something going out of style if you like something that's trendy or like crazy and like you just fucking love it invest in that you have to think am i gonna wear this in three years and i no, i agree and again like i'm definitely not the person like i have travis scott jordans over there but like we live in an era now with the internet i feel like because i remember when i was buying jordans in middle school they came out every month and you had like the one from the previous month it's like why are you wearing those but now again i think it's just like how the internet has kind of conflated everything you can like wear J's that came out whenever and it doesn't matter. So again, if you really like this shit, buy it. And I think like that is what's going to determine how long you wear it too. You know um, what? Dunks. I think I had the, I don't even know which kind. The fuzzy ones, the blue and the brown. Those. Yeah, yeah. Like I the had, teddy bear ones? Yeah, like the teddy bear ones. I had those back in, no, someone gave them to me. My friend DeAndre gave them to me in high school. And he was like, here, just take these. And then I was, I got rid of them and gave them to Goodwill. And now they're worth like over a thousand dollars. Definitely. Shit like Keep that. your shoes. Right, exactly. Well, here's the thing with sites like Grail. It's creating like an inflated market because that's just a lot of these people will buy the maximum amount of pairs of shoes when they go on sale and yeah. then just automatically put them up for an even higher sale price because of the exclusivity, which is not really solving any issues. You're also paying more for the same shit. Personally, like that's not a place that I would necessarily go because I think it's mostly for new things. Uh, yeah, within like a year. Gently or two, used. Yeah. yeah. Stuff. Gently used shit. So there's a difference between the places where you list yourself like eBay, Poshmark, and that's when you'll get the direct money and you have to handle the shipping and stuff. And for some people that's worth the time, but a lot of people like don't have time to like list and take pictures of all their clothes yeah. when they have like a whole fucking family and they're like, well, 
So then there's the consignment stores or like the places that will just buy you out. And I think those are like a little bit better to shop. But my only qualm with the consignment stuff is how much of a percentage a lot of these companies are taking, especially giant corporations like the real real, you know, getting like 40 to 50 to 60% of your shit. I mean, there is work that goes into it. It's not completely transparent why that's the thing. And you're just kind of agreeing to it because you're like, it's convenient. Desperate. You might need some money. It's like selling gold at a pawn shop. You know, on the other ones where you list yourself, someone has to go specifically looking for it. They also might be nervous that it's not real. I mean, there's stories of things getting through any, like, like, oh, I bought some Yeezy slides on Etsy like a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Hundred bucks. I know. I was like, (laughs) Etsy, I know. And I was like, actually a really good place for young and upcoming designers. Designers. Yeah. Shop not there. Okay, yeah. I mean, I like Etsy. Research. Don't, yeah. like, I don't love buy that. that shit. Like, I bought I a Telfar bag on StockX. It never came. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but fake shoes that. can get through on any of those. They can. Yeah, yeah, the authenticators. I have a friend who's an but authenticator at GOAT. They're really good, I think. But StockX is a little... I mean, sketch. there's literally whole museums where they estimate that 20 to 30% of the art is fake. Yeah. What? GOAT, definitely some fake shit can get through. Because I have like, my own problem with GOAT, but that's another story. Oh, God. Sorry. Museums, literally, are like, I wish I knew which half of this museum was fake art. Wait, that's wild. So in museums, there's... What about friggin' art authenticators? They just don't know? Sometimes... It looks real to them. There are people that are masters at it. With fashion, it's gotten, like, fakes have gotten so good now. And it's honestly, like... Even with the designer bags. Right. Oh, my God. A lot of the shit people are wearing out there is fake. I met with... most people don't know. No, and most people don't know. And I did another episode with my friend Yesenia, and she and I were actually talking about how many bags are out there. She said that they all look so alike. There's no difference except for the weight. The mm. weight of the bags, it's like lighter if it's fake. A Chanel boy bag that's fake that you get for 650 from China or whatever, it's going to be lighter than what it should be. Definitely. Yeah. Same thing with shoes too. Mm-hmm. Can you like tell like off rip? Can you look and be like, those are Absolutely not. No. no. Like, I've seen videos where they're doing like side by sides and it like, it looks it, like a color might be slightly off, but unless again, like someone's standing next to you with the real one, you'll never know. And like, honestly, I'm not like totally against it. It's all like bullshit anyway. They make shit so hard to get. Like I'm not going to pay. $3,000 for these pair of shoes that I'm not going to want after a month. That are so worth like, fuck it. 50 well, yeah. We also live in a crazy fucking world where everyone believes that they deserve or should own like thousands of dollars worth of shoes and handbags. Like that's post 2000. That's not before that. Yeah. yeah. You're a grown ass woman. That's when you get your fucking Chanel bag. Unless you're like uber, uber rich. Word, like, yeah. Like, but now like, people will literally spend their entire paycheck on that that's and then so sleep true. in their car because right. it's a status thing. I saw a girl tweet the other day. Someone said, oh, so you would rather not pay your, it was actually my friend. She tweeted, so you'd rather not pay your electricity bill and just buy that Balenciaga bag? And this girl said, yep. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and it's sad. The priorities. Yeah. Well, sure. no, you are not going to, you can't IG your like electricity. You can IG your Chanel bag. Though. That's so sad. <laughs> That's so <laughs> sad. Anyways, back to the sustainability yeah. thing. Read the fucking label. If there's something on it, like 20% wool, 20% cotton, Gucci. If there's some word that you don't know what the fuck it is, don't buy it. Is yeah. polyester it's probably Yes. It's made out of plastic. It's all made out of plastic. If you can pick as many natural materials as you can, it will cost a little bit more, but those things will last longer. And it's better for the environment. It's better for the environment. It's better for your skin because it breathes, because it's natural, and it's just a lot. There's a lot that's better. I 
yeah. always vouch for and again like that's why i myself don't really like buying fake shit because the quality of it it's just going to hold up longer i've had jeans from zara and shit and like okay these are convenient i like the wash on them but then after a few washes washes they start ripping at the mm-hmm. crotch and shit yeah. so yeah. but i'll have like you're replacing you know, it every year exactly it's like just spend 250 on the really exactly. nice pair of black trousers right it's- hard because a lot of people don't have that in the moment but if you can well now there's afterpay there's Klarna where you can do payments no, I know but I'm not suggesting that people take on <laughs> debt, debt in order to afford the clothes oh, I'll be using it. yeah hopefully you pay it off you oh I pay it off but... <laughs> <laughs> or buy the fucking do a little bit of research and like instead of buying the cheap like new Levi's from Urban Outfitters even though Levi's is like historically um, focused on like being eco-friendly mm-hmm. and whatnot. but like buy the ones. vintage exactly they're better fit better anyways made, better fit better made that's like really all i am wearing now levi's yeah like orange tab or kind of like vintage wash not mm-hmm. wash but like the main the usa the better kind of quality denim ones because now like the denim i like compared, when the denim's soft mother jeans i really like those are nice like it should be like yeah exactly you like rigid i like the hard hose yeah yeah it's Ugh. like better quality yeah. you just tell the difference Ugh, i don't know i like it i <laughs> like a soft jean. jeans it was just oh, like, like every three months my <laughs> thighs <laughs> yeah, were like hello <laughs> <laughs> we broke through is to it meet each other <laughs> I can see it in your thighs. Burning holes. These were 200 bucks. No, it should be thicker. Wait, I said I can see it in your thighs. And that was really funny. I can see it in your thighs. All right, and with that, guys, we're going to close out today. Um, We had a really fun time with you guys. And thank you so much for talking about fashion sustainability and how to be more eco-friendly in the design space, I would say. And we will see you guys next week on When Stars Align.